Okay, exercise finishers. I wanted to talk about this today a bit because uh, I briefly talked about, well, I, I talked pretty good about them before. Funny enough, my phone's listening to me. <laughs> I know it. And in my news feed uh, a couple days ago, there was this thing called Myosets. M-Y-O, Myosets. How they're the newest, greatest way to enhance hypertrophy or whatever. So, I read this article. I don't know where they originated, but I'm, I suppose I'm not really usually a big fan of somebody kind of taking, rebranding something that's nothing new. It's just they're slapping their own label on it and saying, pay me money for this. Uh, it's it's kind of kind of skeevy, uh, if that's a word. Shystery? I don't know. Anyway, it's it's a shithead thing to do. Anyway, so um, but anyway, so I read the article and and then I looked it up and it's been in a few places. Essentially, it's it's the same thing as rest pause. Uh, so well, let's talk about rest pause. Uh, rest pause training, so you, you work the set until essentially failure, until you can't pump out any more uh, good reps. Uh, when I say good, I mean using proper form. And then you rest a few seconds, just long enough to kind of catch your breath and, and, and let the, the metabolic um, uh, fatigue kind of wear decrease. And then you do one or two more reps. And there was a take on this I heard uh, maybe a year ago or so called cluster sets. And the idea is that you're kind of intentionally doing that. So so you leave yourself a little bit of um, room, I guess, at the end of your first set. So instead of working all the way to failure, you work a little bit before failure, so you've got a bit more in the tank, you rest a few seconds, and then you do another, whatever it is, six, six, seven reps. I think that's normally the prescribed dosage for cluster sets, is you do six, rest, you know, two, three, four, five breaths, uh, do another six, and do that about four times. And bio reps here, essentially the same thing, it's simply rest, pause, You, they say do three or four deep breaths in, uh, which is essentially, you know, resting. So uh, there was some, there was someone that, jeez, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was considered to be one of the. It, it wasn't Ross Edgley, but it was someone else that was considered to be like one of the fittest people, you know, on the planet, basically. And and I remember he he suggested something like that that he would often work out, you know, taking just about five deep breaths in between sets. Um, it's, I don't know if it was him that, you know, coined the term Mayo set or if it's someone else just basically taking his philosophy and slapping a label on it. But anyway, I mean, there's, there's definitely something there. So rest pause, how does that, uh, how does that rank in the scheme of, of, um, finishers? So, I kind of view rest pause 
as essentially doing the same thing as drop sets. You're just trying to take your set a little bit further. Only here you're just giving yourself just enough rest so that you can lift the same amount of weight. Well, that's kind of what drop sets is doing, is just trying to extend the set. You're not going to be lifting as much as you did or for as much time under tension as you did for your first work set, but you're, you're trying to just extend that. So what if we combine the two? Well, then we've got something that I don't, there's probably a name for, actually, now that I think about it, there is a name for that, and that's very similar to uh, what Ben Pikalski was was doing with uh, with his second program, which was, uh, what was that one called? MI40X. And I think that was the idea behind that, is that you would extend it by, um, he was combining two things. Oh, no, no, my, my mistake, sorry. It wasn't, uh, he wasn't doing that. He was doing two other finishers, but that's that's the essentially the idea is he was combining two finishers. Uh, if we were to f combine sort of drop sets and rest pause, then probably what could happen is you could drop the weight down a little bit with ver with a little bit of rest, and then you could probably do the same number of sets, so you get slightly more time under tension. Uh, I've, I did that this past week, and I found it to be quite enjoyable. You get quite the burn. Um, going back to Ben Pakulski's idea and for a minute now that it pops into my head. So the ones he combined was, uh, was, uh, what do you call it? Not, would you call it isometric stretching? Basically stretching the muscle while under tension. So you get, I, at, um, the, the stretched position of the, of, of any movement, uh, if you just hold that for about four seconds or so while keeping tension on it you can feel that burn like I find it it's especially great when I'm doing sort of lat pull downs I can it, it burns like a mother um, so the idea is that you hold that and you, you you even do kind of mini reps if you need just to feel that tension on it at least that's how I do it and then um, and then you drop down the weight and you know combine two different finishers that way combining finishers is I mean it it I don't think there's a lot of science on it at this point in time but it keeps the workouts interesting and it does definitely increase the uh the, the lactic acid effect if that's what you're after the, the metabolic effect which I mean who doesn't like a little extra fat burning right so I mean we we when we're building muscle, we obviously need excess protein. We we need calories to do their work, but we don't want them going to fat. So, um, so uh, yeah, as a finisher, I, I find that one a quite good one. I think I prefer drop sets to um, to those myo sets. Now, uh, they both have their ups and downs, obviously. So those rest pause sets the advantage to them when you can do them safely is that you can do it it's a little bit less cumbersome because when you're doing drop sets if you're doing it say on a barbell you have to get up you have to drop the weight and suddenly you've got essentially you've got a, a rest pause set in there because of the time it's taken to change the weights up so what I found when I'm doing that when I'm doing drop sets on some exercise using a barbell I can't 
drop the weight as much, which is fine. It just means if I drop the weight as much as I normally would, normally like 20, 20%, or 15, 20%, well, if I drop it 20%, then it's going to be too light. I'm going to be able to do way too many sets it'll or reps that'll defeat the purpose. Uh, whereas, so if I drop it down a little bit less because I'm getting that extra rest, um, that seems to work a little better. So that's the advantage of, of rest pause is that you don't have to, you know, you don't have that cumbersome uh, process of having to drop the weight. Uh, so for for barbell type workouts, it probably would be a little bit easy, again, as long as you can do it safely. Um, okay, I think I've said enough about finishers. Uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, with not just finishers, everything. Everything to do with training, to do with thinking, to do with living... If you trap yourself inside a box, you're going to limit yourself. That's just reality. Um, now, I've spoken in the past about how limitations can be used to our advantage. And I, I truly believe that. However, some limitations are not helpful. I suppose just like anything in life. You can find the good and bad in a lot of things. Um, here's an example. If you spend your entire life looking for excuses to demonize people, then you're going to be a miserable person. And you're going to find a lot wrong with the world. If you look for ways to unify people, if you look for, rather than trying to look at what's different about us, try to look at what's the same. Try to look at what is good about people. Uh, you're probably going to have a happier life. And it's funny because there's this expression that I've seen. It's a cliche at this point, but people use it non-ironically. And, and the expression goes something like, you're part of the problem. So that to me... Uh, lets me know that here is a person who has fallen in with some kind of ideology, some kind of orthodoxy of, of probably political beliefs that if you don't think the way I think, you should be shut down. Uh, your ideas are dangerous. You are a horrible, terrible, evil, bigoted person because you don't think the exact same way as me. And everybody should think like me. Variety is bad, and yet, which is true, they, they don't, variety and diversity of thought is considered a bad thing to these same people who claim to be all about diversity. Uh, but when it comes to thought, they, they like stopping people from thinking outside of their narrow-minded vision. What a horrible mindset. What a way to rot your soul into just thinking that anybody who doesn't see the world my way is a bad person. That's disgusting. What make And the irony is they don't see it. They see themselves as a, a martyr, a good person for being so exclusionary, for being so bigoted against 
people who think differently and, and they somehow see themselves as the good person. I know we all do. Uh, it's it's just very ironic that, that these people uh, say that, you know, if, if you don't think my way, okay, you're a bigot, which is a bigoted thought. It, it's very, it's just, it's so hypocritical and, and, and they don't see it. They don't see it. And I understand like when you're like, it's that old expression, tell a fish he's wet, you know, he'll be like, I'm a girl. And you'll be like, oh, sorry, I didn't see your penis. And it'll be like, whatever, what are you talking about? Water. So, so my point here, when it, when it comes to physical training is that limiting your thinking in that way will, will get you in a rut. Um, so, so being creative, the, like, like I suggested, try combining different finishers, uh, make your workouts fun, make them enjoyable, challenging, but enjoyable. Okay. I think, uh, I think I've talked enough today. Uh, I've got some in-laws coming today. That's exciting. Uh, my wedding is in about three days, so I may not be back before then.